listening to season two of fit to be radio a production of fit to be studio which specializes in home workouts and e-courses online for those dealing with diastasis recti our goal this season is to connect the dots between fitness and other psychosocial dimensions of wellness so hey strap on your sneakers and take us for a walk while we talk or just grab your favorite drink and get on the floor and stretch while you enjoy the show Welcome to fit to be radio My name is Chris and I will not be your host today, but I thought I would hop on here real quick and introduce who is going to be uh, what's going to be an amazing interview. We've got Beth learn you're familiar with her. She's the founder of fit to be um, super excited to dig into this and we've also got one of our long standing members of foreverness <laughs> Becky Jessie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Super yeah. excited to be here. Super cool. So this is another uh, video as part of this kind of series that we're doing with some of our amazing members. These are so fun because we get to hear from real people that live real lives and apparently have incredible podcasting studios. <laughs> um, Becky, you don't need to say what's where you really are, but you are super pro looking today. So I'm excited for this one. Beth is going to take over and, and do this interview, but I always look forward to these because as I mentioned, you know, real person, with a real life doing real work and is able to leverage our services in a way that's actually been beneficial to them and help them. So I'm excited to hear about it. I'll let you two ladies take it away and, um, and we'll just get to it. Oh, okay. Okay. Love right. it. I'll see you guys Hi, later. Right, <laughs> okay. So yeah, I am here with Becky Jesse and um, she was one of our very first founding members this year. We wanted to, interview some of our members and I had to get, I had to get Becky because she's been with <laughs> us for so long. And, um, and I've also known her since before fit to be. So yes. I'm, I'm proud to say that when we first started fit to be, I was not the person that like instantly spammed all of my friends. I let my, my friends on Facebook know, Hey, I'm starting this. If you want to support it, great. But that was pretty much it. And, um, you know, and I would share some of my struggles as a business owner, just, I kept it really personal. I never was like super salesy because I can't stand it when people do that. And, um, I did have a few friends that joined in, in those first months and, uh, Becky was one of them. And so I thought it'd be fun to have her on here and ask some questions. No pressure, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what to expect. So it's all could be all over the place. Right. Right. So, um, I'm curious though, like, I think I know how you found fit to be, but how did you find fit to be? Um, I'm pretty sure you and I were friends on the newly, um, new to me Facebook format. Um, right. And back in the day, I had a brand new baby, I believe or was, I might've been pregnant with that brand new baby because I honestly don't know um, because it feels like I've been part of fit to be forever or at least mm -hmm. following along fit to be. Um, but I reached out and I wanted to try it because I was suffering with severe uh, postpartum depression that was undiagnosed. And mm -hmm. that was sort of my lifeline was reaching out to friends and I did not have the strength or the um, presence of mind to, 
do anything outside of my home with a brand new baby, with dealing with um, what I now know is PTSD, what I now know is uh, depression, um, all sorts of things. And so this seemed like the perfect fit, something that I could do from the safety net that was my home, but also being part of a community um, and being able to reach out and um, have a presence and still be connected with people without having to look put together. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm almost 40, I don't care if I look put together or not. <laughs> and that won't stop Amen. me from going to places, but I've also gotten the help that I've gotten um, through things. And I do attribute fit to be a lot um, to, um, this is where I'm going to get emotional. Um, I attribute fit to be with helping me to literally survive. Hmm. Uh, because I had that community and I had that realness that you bring to every single thing. Um, that is one thing that I've noticed throughout all the years back when you were teaching, you know, kickboxing at youth rallies <laughs> where I was like, I could do something that makes me feel strong and it's considered working out. This is, this is huge. Um, hmm all the way back then to now, you have always been real and presented yourself as a real person. Um, and that is a big, huge part of what drew me is the realness and the fact that you have not changed who you are. You've only grown more into who, who you are. Hmm. You know, I appreciate you sharing that because that's one of my biggest mental battles because so much of what's out there in the fitness industry is very polished and very perfect. And I'm not, (laughs) you're pretty close. I mean, our our workout videos, we produce beautiful content with our workout videos. Thanks Chris for that. You know, he's our, he's my main videographer, main, main editor, um, does so much work behind the scenes to make us look good. And then there's me on my Instagram stories, (laughs) like in my pajamas, practicing things looking like a complete baboon (laughs) (laughs) I I love it but that is part of what makes it so real and raw and connected because I I still remember from that stage um at it was at the Portland Youth Rally and (laughs) you know we're back there in the gym and you're like it's okay it doesn't have to be perfect if you can't follow along to the beat that's okay just keep trying to do the moves keep trying to you know do what you can because movement movement counts and i mean i just remember thinking as what i thought back then was an overweight teenager and now i would love to be that weight Mm -hmm. um almost in my 40s uh you know i i just remember thinking I don't have to look exactly like you. I don't have to be perfectly in step with you. And this still counts. Um, Yeah. And that has been, you know, I, I, I feel like that has been the mantra that has drawn me throughout the whole experience of fit to be and why I keep telling other people about it is you guys, you don't want to go to the gym. You don't want to have to pay for daycare. The only weights you have are your children or your cats use it. Cause guess what? That's what Beth does too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We have, we have a whole thing about cooperative cats on fit to be. <laughs> yes. 
um because you know they and they show up in our workouts because we film in our homes and um most recently um we had some adorable yorkies person <laughs> alice's yorkies that love to wander onto the set and one of them will if she sees me bending over she's going to come and roll over for belly rubs and so <laughs> i just work that right into i think it's yep. our weightlifting 101 workout it's so much fun yeah i'm doing deadlifts give her a belly scratch pick the weight back up stand up bend <laughs> over give her a belly rub pick the weight up stand back up you know it's real life yeah yeah. And here at home the other day, I was working out and one of my dogs comes right underneath me as I'm doing push-ups. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess I will stop and scratch your ears. Mm -hmm. And, but because that's how most people are in their homes. We've got kids around, we've got pets around. Yeah. Um, we don't have dedicated spaces. I don't even have a dedicated space. Yeah. I mean, I would love to have a dedicated space, but that's just not what we have right now. Um, and and I've learned to just spread my stuff out and turn my home into a jungle gym, Yes, <laughs> which well, I know and, my husband appreciates. <laughs> well, and I've seen throughout, um, you know, for a long time, I had a weight in the bathroom uh, by my bathroom mm -hmm. sink so I could do the little calf raises and stuff while I was brushing my teeth. Uh, and I kept losing it, what I thought was losing it, but my kids were stealing it because it was just this teeny tiny weight. And um, now I have a kettlebell in my living room. I have little hand weights, little squishy. Um, oh, they're meant to be things that you put on your wrist or whatever yeah. just to give added weight. And my kids will sit there and my four-year-old will sit there and lift it up and go, oh, one, two, three. Oh, so cute. Oh, and it's awesome because it is part of their life. They see me doing it. And every time your face comes on the screen. My kids are so sinking um, excited. I feel like I am royalty because they're like, you know her? Have, have <laughs> you, wait, you know, you, you know the fit to be lady? <laughs> I go, yes, I do. I knew her mm -hmm. before she was the fit to be lady. And they go, have you ever been to her house? Said, yeah, you guys were there too. <laughs> do you yeah. not remember? And they go, that was her house? I they didn't even know they didn't put you know connect your arm yes oh, exactly man. and it was it was really cool because it is a part of their everyday life that they get mm -hmm. to see that and have that out in the living room and it's just it's part of our constant decor um you know but it's something that they have no qualms about going and lifting up and picking up and using that's and, the way it should be yeah. I mean, it's like normalize exercise, normalize weights, normalize stretchy bands. Like, yes. and that's another nice thing about having your stuff at home is it's not in the gym. It's not in a separate room even. Yes. And so your kids do pick it up. And yeah, when they're tiny and they're picking up a weight, you worry about them dropping it on their toe. Let me tell you, they'll only do that once. Yep. Yep. <laughs> or um, eight times because they yeah. dropped it on yeah. toes in the first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right now, like just the other day, I, I was like, where are my eight pound hand weights? I cannot find them anywhere. And then I went out to my son. Um, he has a little studio that we got. We got like one of those hickory sheds yes. um, during all the lockdowns in 2020 because we don't actually have a very big home. My kids' bedrooms are very tiny. And so um, we used um, a couple of our stimulus checks, just full disclosure, toward um, getting some outdoor sheds for our kids. And my son turned his into a music studio. My daughter turned hers into an art studio. It's been literally a lifesaver for them because it kind of gave them some extra space. Yes. So I go out there and there's my weights. 
And I'm like, what are you doing with my weights? Yep. And he's like, well, I've been lifting weights, mom. <laughs> and um, I'm like, really? Oh my gosh, that's so cute. He's like, stop, mom, stop. Don't tell the people. And I'm like, well, I need those. And he's like, well, I need them. You know, he's 13 now. And I'm like, yes. I cannot believe I'm fighting with my 13 year old over my eight pound weights. Yes. And he yes. was really proud that he'd been smuggling those out there and sneaking in his own little weight workouts. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found mine in my 12 year old's room. Um, and I, I don't know where the other one is or if I maybe just bought them from Goodwill, but I have a big, um, I want to say it's eight or 12 pounds, but it's just a single weight from a dumbbell mm -hmm. set. And yeah. I could not find it anywhere. And she came out one night and she's like, look at it, you know, flexing. And I go, oh, oh that's you great. Have, you have muscle. She goes, yeah. You know, in the way that, that 12 year olds <laughs> do, like, that's please awesome. notice me, but don't look at me while you're doing it. Right. <laughs> and it yeah. was because she had taken my weight into her room and had been doing that at night when I thought she was up watching TV, which she was, but she was also lifting weights at the same that's time. So cool. And I was like, done. I, I yeah. don't care how it's done. Just move. Movement right. is what I have learned from you is that some is better than none. Mm -hmm. And it does not have to be all done in, you know, hour chunks or uh, moving through, you know, like a set uh, procedure of, okay, you can only do 10 reps or 12 reps. Like I love the ones where you can do stuff in your kitchen or from your chair yeah. because I've been chair bound before and I've been bed bound before. Um, and I was just talking to um, a friend about how, you know, when I was in a car accident, I had to relearn how to walk, how to use the bathroom, how to do all sorts of stuff. And when you are not confined to a wheelchair as part of a healing regimen, um, a wheelchair is a lot of fun. But when you are bed bound or, you know, chair bound, or you can't lift your legs up or you can't wheel mm -hmm. yourself, you still want to work on strength. And a lot of the exercises, um, I see the correlation between what you do and what I did in physical therapy to yep. regain muscle mass, but also to regain a sense of self and control over myself. Um, and doing it with one arm versus two arms. Um, they said that because I was working out with my left arm, my right arm's muscle memory was better than the majority of people who didn't because I worked out because it's that mind body connection. Yeah. Um, oh, that's really cool. Oh, it was, it was I believe so that. fascinating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had a soccer coach that, um, when I was struggling with some stuff with my right leg, which was my dominant leg, he was like, actually, I want you to work on this with your left leg. Yep. Cause it'll be harder for you, but it'll help your brain reroute. Yep. And sure enough, my right leg got even better. And then I was good with both legs. Yes. With what I needed to do. Yes. And, um, you know, when I had spine surgery a few years ago and I was having trouble with my left side before that, um, I kept going with my right side. And I remember my surgeon saying something similar. He's like, it's, you know, it's good that you've just kept doing what you can do yes, because yes then I was able to rehab that much faster. And now I have you know, back to full use of everything Yes, um, way faster than other people did. So yes. that's really definitely what we are about on fit to be is doing what you can. And I really want to meet people where they are. So we do have a huge range of workouts. We have really hard stuff and we have very simple stuff. We have stuff you can do in chairs and stuff you can do outdoors. And stuff. 
Well, and stuff you can do with chronic pain, yes. that spoonie pathway is so huge for the, the days when, path? yeah, yes, for the days when um, the depression is too much or, you know, when um, you're recovering from the pandemic that's going <laughs> around, you know, right? uh, there was so many days or when you're recovering from a very hard birth, uh, there's yeah. just so many options out there. And I remember um, my last baby that I had, Nathan, who's four now, um, I did the squat prep video like every single day. And I remember my friend being so, my friend who was in the um, delivery room with me being so impressed. And she goes, you can squat and get back up. I don't, how, how are you doing this? But that's how I helped bring my baby into the world was through squatting. And I felt so, so powerful and yeah. so strong. And even now, like I've just continued to do it and try to, you know, copy my kids when they squat and see which one of us can squat um, you know, oh, let's put one leg out or let's lift one leg or, you know, do certain things. And when I'm consistent with just utilizing that in real life, mm -hmm. I'm so much better than <laughs> any of my friends who are my age. Um, and I, I like to be the best, um, <laughs> right? the best. but I'm like, you can have this too. I didn't have it before I started. Um, yeah. and it's, it's just amazing the difference, even just one thing, because that's what I focused on was the squat prep video. That's that and maybe the the five foundational videos were what I did throughout consistently um, throughout my pregnancy. And that helped so much. It helped mm -hmm. my tummy bounce back. It helped my pelvic floor bounce back. I did mm -hmm. not have I did not have any leakage with my first kid and I did not have any pelvic floor leakage with my last kid because awesome. I did so much work. And through the connections that you've had, I've done work with the tummy team um, mm -hmm. because you have brought these things that are kind of um, hidden in the shadows that people don't talk about so much. You've kind of brought that to light about how mm -hmm. like there's a spoony pathway. There's a spoony path for people who consistently cannot get out of bed or cannot think about stuff. You've thought about, you know, pelvic floor therapy. You've, you've brought about, um, okay, if you're depressed, that's okay. Just do yeah. what you can where you're at and modify it. Okay. Right. Here's some modifications and it's okay if you don't do it mm -hmm. just like me, because I've been a, you know, fitness, um, I call you a fitness guru <laughs> to, to my friends, but you've, you've been doing oh. it for so long and for those of us who have not, you know, spent time studying it, you bring stuff in a way that makes it understandable to the layman, to the person right. who is a, a budding um, body nerd, um, you know, and made it okay to be excited about that. How does the fascia connect to this? What does this mean? And my husband hurt his ankle and I said, is it the calcaneus? And I only know. <laughs> <laughs> because of the um the abc kids work <laughs> yeah nice yeah i love it the little passive anatomy teaching that's yep i like to sneak that in mm -hmm. yes. it, it's bring wonderful. all of you into body nerds yes one at a time <laughs> yeah so what is your current favorite workout on fit to be 
Um, I love, is it the, the purple? Some, I cannot remember the color, but it's Pranayama. Oh, the breathing one. Yes. And, um, then there is the, the purple upside down. Okay. Um, Cause I thought I didn't like being upside down and I do that with my kids and <laughs> every time we are having a stressful um, day or a stressful month or years as we've been having, <laughs> um, you know, and it gets to a point where I'm like, I'm racking my brain. Like, okay, have they been fed? Have they gone to the bathroom? Have, what is going? Oh, they need movement because it's usually during the winter because we're stuck inside. I'm like, pick a video. One kid loves the color series. And so she'll go through and she's like, oh, I like doing this. Another kid likes um, the the robot workout. That is a uh-huh. favorite of Danielle's. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, we're talking about boys old or stuff. girls. Yes. We're into farting sounds. Yes. And, yes. you know, if that helps them move, because that's, it was yes. not scripted, but our boys that were very small at the time. Yes. We're, we were doing robot movements. That was the whole theme. And then they started making farting sounds and they <laughs> were having a great it. time. And yes. I have wanted to take that video down. <laughs> no. It is, it's oh. so popular though. It is because it, again, it's real life. Yeah. This is what happens yep. in real life. And when, believe it or not, people, adults have gas too. Right. <laughs> when, you know, I've been in a workout and they're like, mom, I'm like, it's okay. That means our body's moving. That means, right. you know, it's working out. My four-year-old uh, boy, of course, loves it and thinks all farts are hilarious. But yes, um, seeing the angst and the uh, frustration within themselves, especially in my preteen um, kiddos. And then they do something like the um, purple upside down or like the orange openers. And they do that and they go, oh, that did help. I feel better. And they are able to verbalize what they need oh, good. after that because of the mind-body connection that mm-hmm. is worked into all of it. And the thought process that goes through. And then sometimes they like um, doing the dancing, um, you know, which I will put that on (laughs) just as a background music, um, you know, and just dance around and try to embarrass my kids, which I finally attained (laughs) parent perfection. Oh, isn't that fun? I love it so much. (laughs) My 12 year old hates it but she hates it with a smirk on her face and i'm like right you know you love it come on let's (laughs) dance um but even the passive movements that they make because i'm like you're gonna work out this is what you need after it's said and done they look back and they go oh and the sigh of relief that comes from them and then they ask for another video yes isn't that amazing like kids asking for more exercise, yes. but it doesn't, it doesn't come across as it's not um, work like PE, you know, like those old PE classes yes. where the gym teachers yelling at you to run laps and do push-ups and sit-ups and 10 more windmills. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And the thing is, is that it doesn't come across as work to them. The mm-hmm. same thing and the same reason that I resonate with the workouts because I don't feel judged 
I don't feel like I have to be perfect. I don't feel like I am behind and I have to play catch up. And I don't feel, here goes the emotions again. I don't feel out of place having a different shaped body than you. Mm-hmm. I don't feel out of place because I can't have my son come in and do the workouts with me because your boobs are flashing. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I, I have never had that problem. And it is an example to my kids of, look, even when mommy is stressed out, sometimes all I need is movement. That is for me. It's sometimes model. all I need is to know, oh, it's okay to move and a little bit. I remember when I was a, um, it came up in my Facebook feed a little while ago. Uh, I think it was after I was doing a fit to be workout with Sarah, who is my preteen. Um, and I said, I love that I can pause the video and go change diapers and get right back into where I was, or I can pause the video and deal with, you know, the dogs that I have and not feel like I'm getting, um, not getting my time's worth or getting my mental health worth. It yeah. it's huge because I don't feel, um, I don't feel constrained, I guess is the word. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can chunk up the videos. We just had a thread in our private forum about that. Um, where a member was realizing, mm-hmm. and this happens every so often, somebody's like, Oh, I can pause. I don't have to do the whole video all at once. You guys, this is amazing. And, and I'm over here like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And I even work in, uh, people that have been around a long time will notice I work in these natural pauses. Mm -hmm. I'll say, Hey, take a break. Go get some water. Press pause. If you want to, Hey, you can stop. This would be a great place to stop. Mm -hmm. And so, cause I know, I mean, I've filmed many of those workouts when my kids were small. Yes, And I filmed many of them through my own different recoveries. I have had knee surgery. I have had spine surgery. I promise all of you that I've not had those injuries from things unfit to be. (laughs) (laughs) It's been more of a cleanup process. It was like in my 30s, I realized "Hmm, there's some old injuries I have. And if I want to keep doing fit to be, I need to address these injuries um, from my youth and doing stupid things in my youth. Yes. But even that, I feel again, goes back to, you know, like I, I mentioned before we started the, the, the video that the Beth in real life, I feel like you bring every part of real life to mm-hmm. all of the workouts. You know, you are fun. You're quirky. You're, you know, your <laughs> unique sense of humor, Definitely quirky. You're, you're <laughs> animals, you're, you know, dealing with kids and, um, just dealing with life and healing um, the different variations that you've had to do. And I remember, you know, seeing the progression from different videos where you're like, okay, well, here's a can of groceries, you know, um, <laughs> put cans in, which I was like, yeah. oh my goodness, that's ingenious. It makes right? so much sense. But you I don't need dumbbells or kettlebells. You can make your own. You can yes. use a bag. You can use I a, a chunky baby for a long time, um, you know, or doing a workout with a baby strapped to your body, knowing that, oh, my life is not on hold because I had a baby or because I had an injury or because I am recovering. My life still continues, which means I still need to be able to function in that life and doing the workouts, you know, in the time of life where you're always stuck in the kitchen making food because your kids are ravenous, 
animals, <laughs> you know, constantly doing dishes or um, cooking or, you know, bending over to change diapers. You have saved my back so many times from showing here's how to bend over Yay. to pick a baby up from a, um, uh, what is it that baby's sleeping? Cribs. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Mom brain there. Mom brain awesome. for sure. Um, you know, knowing, oh, your life doesn't have to stop and right. your workouts and your growing and um, getting stronger doesn't have to be a separate part. It does right. not have to be compartmentalized. It can be brought together. And that's the beauty. One of the beautiful things about fit to be is that you are fit to be in the season of life that you are in yeah. and you can be fit in the season of life that you're in. Um, because when I had kids, I thought this is all there ever will be is changing diapers and lifting babies up, but I could lift my baby up. I could function and I could bend over and get my colicky baby out of the crib 500 times a night without hurting my back and without hurting, you know, um, my stomach muscles that were still so, um, so jostled from <laughs> giving birth. Yes. Um, Cause I was going to say weak, but they weren't weak. They had just done the job that they were supposed to. Um, and knowing that I don't have to stop living and I don't have to um, start working out. I get to just combine everything. Right. Um, right. That's huge. So <clears throat> I want to end with a question that we like to ask all of our podcast guests. Yes. Like if you are talking to somebody um, in these shoes, in the shoes that you're in or that you have been in, and you had like two minutes mm -hmm. to just give them a pep talk, what would you say to them? Um, <sighs> are we counting the two minutes with crying or not? <laughs> um, okay. To the shoes that I have been in, um, hold on. It does not stop here and your life does not stop here. Keep living your life. Keep moving. You need the strength, um, of a community behind you. And that is, that's literally what saved my life. So many times when I had the postpartum depression and I didn't know it, having a community come alongside and just say hi. Um, just say, hey, you're okay to be here. Um, the shoes that I'm in now don't give up. It um, being fit is more than physical. When you have people who love you and care about your well-being, um, sometimes I like just, <laughs> sometimes I would put a video on just to hear your voice because mm. you were talking to me, not mm. to a guest of a thousand people that were going to, you know, buy your video and only work out in a hotel gym on, you know, some retreat, you were looking in the camera and talking to me mm -hmm. saying, I see you and just jump in where you're at. Um, and to know that you are capable 
I don't know if there's, there's probably way more than that. And if I would have thought, but that's, that's what comes to mind is you are capable yeah. of doing things and living is, um, you want to be strong to live, fit to be alive. Mm -hmm. Yep. I love that. That is like, I look back and I mean, I was so young <laughs> and so um, stuck in the mire of depression that I did not see a way out. And I remember you opening up about different struggles you had had and different mm -hmm. things that you've gone through. And I saw you were still alive. That was huge. <laughs> it's, hard. it's hard it's hard to stay alive sometimes when you're dealing with depression yeah. and um yeah. uh, for all those listening if you are dealing with depression or you think you might be um i would encourage you to talk to somebody um, whether it's your pastor um, your doctor um, or just call up a local counseling center yeah. and make an appointment um i i have done that um, i am currently in counseling and um, I have shared a lot of my own journey of mental health on Fit to Be. I was on medication when I launched Fit to Be, yeah. um, and I was able to get off of that. But I just want to break those stigmas. I want to break those yes. barriers down because, um, <clears throat> you know, I was, for all intents and purposes, doing everything right. Mm -hmm. You know, I had a great network. <clears throat> I had, <clears throat> excuse me, I had, um, I was getting exercise. I was praying, going to church, had a mom's group, very supportive husbands. Yeah. Everything in my life was good. I was doing the yoga. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, all the things. And, um, but yet there was still this wet blanket and this cloud of anxiety. I couldn't look at a sink full of dishes without wanting to kill somebody, like mm -hmm. literally. Um, and just feeling like I wasn't enough ever, ever. And it was making it hard to function. And um, so I... I talked to my pastor and I talked to my doctor and, and I got some help and, and I continued to get help. And I learned a lot of tools and methods and exercise is huge. I learned that there are certain kinds of exercise that a lot of the ways I'd been exercising actually weren't what my body needed back then. Yeah. That yeah. when we exercise very, very, very intensely, it can actually throw off our nervous system and tell our nervous system that, that things are even more worse than they are, okay. that we're running from a bear every day. And that yep. just puts you more into fight or flight. And so the way that I teach on fit to be is very much geared um, to helping myself remain calm as yeah. I exercise. And calm doesn't mean that we're like falling asleep. It just <laughs> that the way that I cue things, the tone of voice that I use, mm -hmm. um, the way that the workout itself is structured, yeah. all of it is geared toward you being able to walk away at the end and feel like you are centered and you yes. have a purpose and you yes. are strong for the life that you have. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'm not sure I know any moms who are not dealing with some level of mental health. Right. Uh, yes. It's it's crazy making. And if your mental health is is 100% steady, God bless you, look for ways to help other moms. Yes. Because um, they're, especially right now, um, 
you know, after the last couple of years, there are so many struggling people that are coming out of isolation, yes. um, intense fear, and all of that has just compounded everything. Yes. So, um, one of the things that we're doing, Becky, I, I just want, actually, I'm going to run this by you in real time. Okay. I'm okay. this, but just for kicks. <laughs> so you mentioned shoes and, yes. and being in the shoes and, um, what would you say if I told you that we are actually coming out with a core fitness assessment that is based on the shoes you're in, in this season of life? Oh, that sounds very intriguing. I would be very curious to see, especially compared to where I was compared to right. where I'm going. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I want to see. Yeah, and then the results like. would give you yes. like a few fit to be workouts yes. based on the questions. So the questions are like they ask about your diastases, they ask about your core, about your posture, but they also ask funny things like one of the questions is if you got locked in a gym overnight, <laughs> <laughs> okay, what would you do? And it's, one of the answers is find all the towels, make a nest on the treadmill and watch TV all night. <laughs> that seems like such a waste of all those cool towels. <laughs> I know, right? Another one is um, walk on the treadmill for a while, then make a nest. And then <laughs> another one is like, I'm going to use every single piece of equipment in that gym yes. and like be there to greet all the people when they get there in the morning. Yes. Oh. So this, it's an assessment that has four different outcomes. Oh. And we're getting ready to launch it. And it's um, the outcomes are based on shoes. And one of them is Barefoot Babette. So oh. she's a person who is like, she's kind of tired and she doesn't really leave the house very much. And she is really, really um, kind of blue and still putting herself back together. And she's lucky if she even puts on shoes once a day, <laughs> right? What did I and say then, this morning? I brushed my hair, people. You're welcome. <laughs> right? Right? I was like, you have glasses, Becky. That's your makeup. As she pulls out the lip gloss and puts it on. I know. It was fabulous. <laughs> and then there is um, Slip on Sally. Yes. And Slip on Sally is like, she's got some, some, some pretty good energy, but, you know, she still has a lot going on in her life. She's very, very busy. So she's got the slip on shoes and she's ready to go, but she's got maybe... You know, she's, she's got maybe 15 to 20, 25 minutes worth of good energy. And then she's got other things to do. Yep. And yep. then there's um, Red Boots Renee. <laughs> and she is ready for a party. If she's going to work out, it needs to be fun. And, you know, she's strong, but she's not doing it if it's boring. And, <laughs> right. And, and she's got the basics down, but you got to keep things interesting. Yes. And then there is Lace Up Louise. And Lace Up Louise is in the season where everything's dialed. She, yes. you know, her core is sorted. Um, she's ready to, to join a race. She, she has time to put on lace up shoes. Okay. Like. I know. Right. Who, <laughs> I don't, I mean, I, I go, and honestly, I go in and out of these seasons. Yes. Yes. And that's how say, we help the test. I feel like I resonate with each of them. Exactly. Different levels today. I'm like, uh, yes, I am red boot Renee. Uh, other seasons of life. Well, I don't know if I do have lace up shoes on, but only because I can tie them one handed. <laughs> wow. So, uh, well, I say one handed, but mainly with my left hand. Uh, and so I feel like each of those resonates. And so it, it's really 
neat. I like that concept of being able to look at it in different seasons during the summer. I'm all about like, let's do all the fun. I'll take time during the school year. I'm like, "Mm -mm, no slip ons. You're lucky if I even put deodorant on, Um, (laughs) you know, and that's just because I know I will be around other people. Um, and because (laughs) if I'm going to expect my kids to wear deodorant, I have to, (laughs) Uh, I love that concept. That's, that's very so, I mean, I just am so tired of seeing fitness tests out there that are all about the level you're at or your yes. body fat percentage, because yes. as you know, yes. that's not even what fit to be is about fit to be yeah. is more like this continuum of exercises and workouts that, you know, if you're in a, if you're feeling blue, do a blue workout or do a, or if you have low energy, do a spoony workout. Um, you know, if you have tons of energy and you feel like lifting weights, then you can do a weight workout. And so there's just really something for every season. Cause I, yes. I truly have noticed, you know, I'm 43 now that, that fitness is for me more about seasons mm-hmm. and, um, you know, coming out of winter, winter, I'm not as active in the winter. No. And, you know, I can tell when I step on a scale that I have not been <laughs> and yep. you know, that's okay because I'm coming into a more active season, race walking season. There's more sunshine. My mood is going to be better. Yes. So I think acknowledging, where people are at from that standpoint and asking like, what shoes are you wearing right now? Yeah. Well, and, and knowing that it fluctuates and that's okay because I have at home, I have sandals that are water socks. So when we, but that are closed toed because I don't, I don't want my tootsies getting hurt. Um, but we live in the Pacific Northwest, which means if you pull over and you see a creek that you want to walk in. I want to be protected, but I also want to be able to walk on the trail back during the winter. I have rain boots that usually double as snow boots because (laughs) I just want my feet to be dry Uh and not cold. Although with that being said, the last time it snowed, when we had a sunbreak, I went outside and I put my feet in the bare snow because I was so inspired by your videos where you do like, it's this, um, you do battle ropes and you do other stuff outside with your uh, medicine ball and yeah. you're doing it outside in the snow. And I thought, that's amazing. But the sun was shining. So I went outside and I walked around in the snow barefoot. And then I got a towel and I laid down out front in the only dry place. And I sunbathed and I pulled my shirt up. So my belly was showing. Good. <laughs> that vitamin D. Oh, it felt amazing. My kids go, mm-hmm it's not summer. Why are you sunbathing? Because the sun is out and I need it. But I felt so energized by doing it. And I thought, oh, this is really cool. It's something I had never thought to do. But again, you had filmed yourself doing a routine, doing that. Mm -hmm. And I am like, oh, oh, yes. Okay. She's got 24 hours in a day, just like I do. She can take five minutes for herself. She can take 20 minutes for herself and do something that feels good. And that, that has been a stigma that I feel like fit to be as broken too, is that mm-hmm. being fit does not have to break you. It does not have to break your body for you to feel fit, for you to mm-hmm. feel strong I remember you you showing and flexing um, your muscles, and I thought <laughs> I could have muscles. And so I started weight training with my husband, and Good. I was bench pressing. I think it was 
90 pounds. That's awesome. And when I was in college, I could barely do the bar. I could barely bench press the bar when I was in college. So here I am almost 40 doing more than what I was doing in college. And I attribute that to being, continuing to be fit in life with my kids, lifting my kids up with the proper posture, making sure that, you know, oh, hey, can I lift my 60 pound four-year-old up? Yes, I can. Can I, Mm -hmm. you know, if I can do that, I don't need to be scared of the bar that's 45 pounds. Right. Because I can already lift that up. And so I think a lot of it is a mental shift um, in what you're capable of. Yes. What am I capable of doing? And what beliefs have I held about myself that I am incapable of doing that I don't realize I can do until I see somebody else do it? And mm-hmm. seeing somebody else do it and seeing the examples of, oh, I, I could walk out in the snow barefoot. That sounds like fun. I'm going to try. And you know what? It yeah. centered me, my ADHD or it centered her, um, something about it, just going out there and, and doing mm-hmm. that. And then we had the mental clarity to come in and do other stuff that we needed to get done, but it was, it couldn't have been longer than half an hour. I mean, yeah. and I feel like so often we think, oh, I have to set aside this time and take a break from my life so I can focus on this other stuff. But this is part of life. This yeah. is part of, um, I love, you know, all the different fit to be phrases that have come up, you know, fit to be alive, fit to be living, fit to be lifting mm-hmm. my kids up, fit to be, you know, lifting my friends up who have gone through a miscarriage, lifting my mm-hmm. friends up who have gone through, you know, different seasons in their life. Um, one of the the things that I loved was um, it was uh, it was with Kelly Dean. Cannot tell you the name of it, but it was a mm-hmm. was it with Kelly Dean? Might have been with you. This is how long ago I did it, but it was talking about massage and like scar um, mm, massage. Okay. And, yeah, that's Kelly. Yeah, um, I have these nifty scars on my wrist mm-hmm. and from a car accident, and just healing and having that thought process go through. And it kind of challenged my thoughts of what other scars am I holding on to mentally Mm. that I can massage and work that out so I can be flexible, um, not just physically, but also mentally, like the weightlifting. I never saw myself as a weightlifter. And then I saw you do it. And I'm like, wait, she's, she's a woman. She, she weightlifts. I don't have to be like Mr. Washington and <laughs> but I can still have defined muscles and still look feminine and still mm-hmm. look lovely and look good in a sleeveless dress. Yes. That's what I right? want, you know? Yeah. And or just I, be strong, be strong in the skin you're in. Right. Yes. 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 And all those things that kind of challenged where I hadn't seen that before and I hadn't seen it brought about in a way that I felt I had access to. Mm-hmm. And I feel like fit to be is all about, um, it's all about so many things <laughs> from my understanding, it is. but it's breaking down barriers mm-hmm. and breaking down stigmas of what you thought you had to be, to be fit. Mm-hmm. Um, 
There you are. I am. I'm not a size two or a size fourteen, but my body structure is not meant to be a size two or a size fourteen. Right. But I That's can be okay. fit in the skin that I'm in. Yes. Feel capable and ready for running with my kids in the park. Mm -hmm. I can feel capable yeah. for swimming with them or lifting weights and showing off to my 12 year old. You want to do a weight off? Okay. <laughs> you know, and being prepared because I know I my body and because I am confident in listening to my body and confident knowing what I can do because I've gone through um, being fit to be able to listen to myself. Mm -hmm. So important. Becky, thank you so much for yeah. just sharing your thoughts and your story and being so transparent and vulnerable. Um, <sighs> it's, it's hard to talk about yeah. mental health and it's hard to talk about our bodies. Yes. It's hard to talk about our weaker times. Um, but the reality is that most people out there are in these shoes. Yes. They are having their own struggles and I hope that whoever's listening um, just gets a breath of fresh air and feels a little bit more seen and yes. understands the power of moving a little bit yes. and, and sharing your story with somebody that you can trust to help you with your story yes. if you need help and the power of sharing your story with somebody that needs help, somebody that needs to hear your story. So, yes. um, yeah, I am excited to get this podcast out and to get that test out. Becky, I'll send oh, it to you. Test so it. Like we're so close to having it done. Oh. And so we're actually in the beta test. Probably by the time this podcast comes out, we will maybe be able to link it. So yeah, look below. Look, you know what? I'm just, I'm just gonna name that and claim that. We are just yes. gonna have that done. We're gonna get yes. this done. So scroll, yes. the link is here. Go take the test. Yes. So <laughs> okay. I have to put a request in from you. Oh, yes. Every video you always end with, you are blessed and released. Uh-huh. Here comes the emotions again. And I I have used that so much in my in my verbiage to my kids. And they're like, Mom, you're not the fit to be a lady. <laughs> <laughs> so they think it is only yours, but I love it because I feel so blessed every time. And so I was gonna see if you could end with that i will end with it but i will also for your kids yes <laughs> uh, your mom is allowed to say it thank you there you are there's the official proclamation <laughs> from that the phrase is lady. not patented <laughs> i don't remember I, I think i got it from somebody but i don't remember when it's been years oh, um but i love it yes so as we conclude this podcast um everybody's feel free to use this Everybody is free to use this <laughs> phrase, but especially for you, Becky, you are blessed and released. Thank you. Namaste. <laughs> yes. Thank you. So, so, so good.